Welcome to the Sick and Successful Podcast. This podcast was created with the purpose of being real. Diving deep into the behind the scenes of what it's like to be successful while struggling with some of life's biggest challenges. In this podcast, there is no holding back. The tough questions are asked, hard things are said, and week after week, our hosts bring you tangible tips and tricks to live your best life. We're here to show you that you don't have to settle for good enough, that you can shoot for the stars and accomplish your wildest dreams. The road to get there may look a little different, but we're here to prove to you that it's not only possible to be sick and successful, but it's possible for you. Dream big and tune in. Welcome back to the Sick and Successful Podcast. I am excited about this podcast. This is one of my favorite things to do. It's a part of my every single day. It is the Passion Planner. Yay! (laughs) I didn't even know what a Passion Planner was until I met Natalie. I mean, I knew what a planner was. And honestly, I remember back when I was a kid and getting those agendas that would be issued to you every year. Do you remember those? Oh, I remember those. And in university, you got them too. I was obsessed. I think that's why I love the Passion Planner so much. Yeah. And there was like a pivotal moment in my life where I I went from like filling out a actual hard copy planner and then switching things to the digital age and like just using my Mm -hmm. phone. It's kind of funny looking back four years now, you gifted me my very first ever passion planner. And I just remember like, it's such a cute little book. And it's so funny because we have our stack of passion planners with us during this recording. And it's funny, they progressively get bigger. Like they start out very small. And then now like Natalie's passion planner is the size of a laptop. Like (laughs) yeah, mine is too big. I didn't, you know, when I was buying this year's, I didn't look at the sizes, but next year I'm going back to the small one. I like the small passion planner, but yeah, it's nice to have the extra room and stuff like that. Like mine's bigger this year for sure. But yeah, I'd never heard of a passion planner before. The thing that makes it different from a regular planner is just that I love how like the first page when it's like, if found, please return to, and then you put your name. And then what did you put as the reward? Did you fill that part out? Let me see. I'm going to look back. I think I left it empty on every single one. (laughs) I put put yes in one of them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. That's so funny. I put good karma. (laughs) Oh my God. That's so funny. It's funny because our school agendas had that too, right? Return if found and it had to who. And I went from being so obsessed with that agenda from university. I graduated university in 20, I can't remember, 11, 2012. And I went from literally using that, like that was my life force to nothing. And I never transitioned to digital because it confused me. So from 2012 until 2018, when I got back into planning and that was my first passion planner, and then I gifted you one, I feel like I was a wreck. And then passion planners saved my life. (laughs) It's definitely an interesting way to map out your year because it's not just like planning the things that you have like maybe it's like a vacation or people's birthdays or anniversaries, things like that. It's like actually making goals for yourself. It's a roadmap. Like it basically introduces you in like guide on how to achieve your goals. It's really cool. And I would love to know, I did not fill out any of my passion roadmaps for the past passion planners that I've been gifted by you, Natalie, unfortunately, (laughs) no goals. (laughs) 
no goals were made on my behalf. But this year, I really put in a lot of work. And we're going to talk about it later on in the podcast, what our passion roadmaps look like for 2022. But before we jump into that, I want to talk about your 2018 passion planner, because there's yeah, some it's... eerie things that were written in there, but came to fruition. Yeah. yeah, it's really eerie. So the passion planner, it is like a daily agenda where you can plan weekly and daily things. It has the full week. And when you flip to a page, every week has some kind of really cool quote. I just opened the book and I think this is serendipitous that I opened to this one, but it is the four agreements. Number one, be impeccable with your word. Number two, don't take anything personally. Number three, don't make assumptions. Number four, always do your best by Don Miguel Ruiz. If you've never read that book, you should read it. The four agreements, it's life-changing. And it says, choose one of these four agreements to practice this week. At the end of the week, reflect on your experience. And there's a space for infinite possibilities. There's a personal to-do list, a work to-do list, this week's focus. And I always put a bunch of stickers and I color them. At least I did in the past. I have like photos in them. So it's almost like a memory book as well. For 2020, I didn't fill out like any of the work stuff, but in every, you do like a monthly synopsis, I guess, like at the end of your month, what how the month went. And so for 2020, I did that kind of just summarizing the month with Alicia. So it's really cool to look back and see how the month was. And like, I just, I opened to a page that said, it's a girl, which is really cool. But at the beginning of the passion planner, like Shalinda was mentioning, there is, it's called your passion roadmap, a step-by-step guide to mapping out your goals. And so you write goals for three months, one year, three years and lifetime. In 2018, this is pretty crazy, but in 2018, I wrote my three-year goal, May 2021, was to go full-time in my own business. And May 2021 was when I took the social media management course and started going full-time. I was on mat leave, so I was already not working the corporate job, but I'm now full-time 2021 in my business. It also said, May 2021, have a kid. So I I was a little faster on that one and had her in... Yeah. I had her in 2020. Another one was hold an event and we held the sick and successful podcast event. I had med free. So I was medication free for three years and I crossed that off. I had go debt free. I didn't go debt free by May 2021, but I will be debt free by the end of this month, I believe. So that's come true. I had 5k months in my business, which is much more than that. My first 100k year That happened as well in 2021. I had start a podcast. I had in May of 2019 to have 2,000 followers on Instagram. (laughs) So if you don't know, I now have like, you know, beat that. You have like, what, 30,000? Yeah, approximately. I had go on a honeymoon trip, which we did. And there's some things on here that didn't come true. So I have write an ebook and be Amazon's top number one. What else? I have attend a networking event, which I did consistent with keto. So a lot of random things on here that some of them I did and some of them I didn't. I filled this out for every year. And it's funny looking back on 2018, most of the things came true. But then looking at 2019, I was very focused on my Crohn's coaching business when I was filling this out. So a lot of these actually didn't come true or came true in different ways. I had become certified holistic nutrition coach, which I did. But then I also had have 100,000 followers on Instagram or have 20,000 months in my for the health business. And that, and some of those didn't come true. I think it's interesting and important to talk about you're making these goals and you're seeing this life for yourself. And sometimes you want to pivot and sometimes none of these goals come true. But in the long run, setting goals like this is how you become successful 
because you're working towards something and it's okay if you pivot seeing this and then being able to look back on it is really cool. Well, and just like taking a a moment to also just like appreciate everything that you've done. This is crazy, Natalie. You've got to be pretty proud of yourself to look back and see the comparison of a dream that you had that you wrote on a piece of paper that you're now living. You know, I remember writing down, have a kid. And I remember writing down, go full time. And I I remember in my body that feeling like, oh, like, am I, should I really write that down? Like, is that going to happen in three years? I don't know. Like full time in my business. Is that even possible? And a lot of the things that I wrote down, I were kind of hard because it's like, obviously you're dreaming big. It wants you to yeah. dream big. It's your passion roadmap. It's instructing you to push out of your comfort zone, to want these things for yourself to achieve. Yeah. And like, sometimes they do feel silly writing them out, right? Like you mentioned the writing a book situation. That's yeah. something that's like been a goal of mine, but I can't help, but have this moment on replay. Every time I think about writing a book about the time that I expressed it to somebody that I work with, they specifically laughed and they were like, what would you write a book about? What is so interesting Just about your life? Me. Obviously, I have the type of personality that's like, huh, okay, hold my wine. I'm going to go, you know, write a fucking book. Yeah. So <laughs> that's just like how I am as a person. And if you tell me I can't do something, I want to do it even more. And I that's usually, why we're best friends. Yeah. Cause you know what? There's two types of people. And I've been reflecting on this lately. There's like sayers and there's doers. Mm. And like, I can't surround myself at this point in my life with people who just say they want to do something. It's so aggravating. And it's so, I guess it's just for me, a hard thing to be around because I'm such a doer and that's just who I am. And that's why I think that you and I, when we became friends, we were both intimidated by each other, but that speaks volumes on like, we were intimidated by each other's power and how we were just like, Ah, I love that. Yeah. These powerful women that together could grow to be what we are today. And that's exactly it. Like, and what's to come. Yeah. It takes me back to the moment of sitting in that coffee shop where you gifted me a passion planner, where we talked about starting a podcast, where we started a business. It's just so cool. It is. It's crazy. And and that's the cool thing about a passion planner or wherever you're setting your goals on paper is you're setting those goals. You're not just talking. You're putting it out to the universe. You're putting it on a paper where three years later you or four years later, I guess you could sit back and look and say like, wow, I dreamt that and it came true. Like I wrote that down and you're keeping it to yourself. You're not giving your dreams to people who can't dream as big as you, which is really cool. So with that said, I'm interested to jump into our passion roadmaps for 2022, because like Natalie said, it goes three months, one year, three years, and then lifetime goals. Yeah. I would love to, for you to read out your three months and then I can read out my three months and then we'll do the other ones and we'll be able to look back on this years from now and (laughs) re-listen. And you guys, if you're listening to this, I would love for you to do, you know, three month goal and set those and one year and three year, we are going to create some reels and post them on Instagram. So you guys can take a look at how ours look, but make sure to tag us and all the information is in the show notes below. And if you're listening to this and you have a piece of paper and a pen nearby, like grab it and make your own passion roadmap as we discuss what our goals are for these milestones. With three months, that puts me at March, 2022. So that's when I filled this out. I put, (laughs) read three books. I really wanted to start reading more. Love it. Move my body more. Drink more water. I always put that as a goal because I'm terrible at it. Be a guest on a podcast. 
and my Mexico vacation, which is booked, but we're just not sure due to the pandemic, whether that's going to happen or not. Right. It's going to happen because you just put it out in the universe. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Natalie? What are your three month goals that puts you at what role when you filled it out? So I think I actually filled it out at the beginning of January when I was standing in line for a COVID test. So would that be January, February, March, I guess? I'm not sure. Three months. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. But mine is multiple speaking opportunities. So podcasts and or events. I actually have rebooked, which is crazy after writing that down because I had none clarity around my business, which just means the processes. I want to have SOPs, standard operating procedures and things like that put in place. A consistent content strategy. So content coming out every week and I know where it's going, what's happening with it. I want to hire a new content specialist who brings in their own clients, which is interesting because right before this this podcast recording, I just had an interview with someone. I want to have bi-weekly scheduled massages. I want to have a clean and organized home, preferably not by my by myself, by me. <laughs> I want to have two consistent 20K months. So I guess February and March, I want them to be 20K months. I want to sign on 20 new clients and I want to start creating a group sales program. Interesting. Yeah. Those are all That's great. And it really speaks to the fact that you're like the business side of things because right? there's like nothing personal <laughs> on there at all. <laughs> Like I get into the business stuff as we go with our passion roadmaps, but right off the get go, I'm like, what can I achieve in three months? Definitely not the business shit that Natalie is taking care of. So, but that's exactly why we are the way we are. Right. Exactly. So. I should drink more water also, to be honest, and move my body. <laughs> that should really be on there. I did buy a new, you did you got like a whole home gym that you built. I've used it once. See, and that's the thing. Like, I'm worried about that. Like, I got myself a gym membership and I was good. I was going all the time. And then, boom, I got COVID and I was like, damn it. Well, I just ordered $300 worth of wall mirrors and I am going to use it. Because right now, I when I go down there, it's so weird because I, I can't see what I'm doing. So my form, I'm worried about it because as a past personal trainer. So once I get the mirrors, I swear it's going to be in my calendar twice a week. <laughs> Hold me to it. Hold me to it. Okay. Okay. So let's go for the year goals that we've set for ourselves, which brings us to 2023. Yeah. Yikes. Um, I put, I want to take a class or a course of some sort or many make a charitable donation Ooh. of time or money. Cause I do like to volunteer my actual time. And I really think that's like the best part of being human is giving back. I want to save $10,000 in a savings account that does not get dipped into (laughs) when I've had a bad week. I want to build my vinyl collection. Like, again, these are not very business associated. That's okay. See, that doesn't, that's a perfect reason to have this podcast because it doesn't just have to be business, right? Yeah. And then last but not least, I really want to focus on my confidence. I really want to build that up, even though I'm a pretty confident woman, but you can always do self-work to become more confident in who you are, what you bring to the table and being a woman in general. Yeah. It's interesting. I think writing these down, things just start happening. Like you started posting content on TikTok without your makeup on and you would have never done that before. Oh my God. Right. Like who is that person? (laughs) I love it. But I think writing it down, you were like, Hey, I'm going to do it. And you did. That's like a good example. Yeah. So what are your your year goals? Okay. My years for January 1st, 2023 is have all Fridays off or CEO days, which I've already implemented, which is, I know I was going to say, like, didn't you just start doing that? Yeah. I guess I wrote it down. I was like, that's a good idea. (laughs) 
So I don't book anything on Fridays course. So I'm checking Ah! things off my year as well. This that's the coolest thing about this. That's why I love it so much. Okay. Create and launch my sales group program. I want to be in um, medical remission. So like, I want my doctor to tell me I'm in remission. I want 20 monthly clients at all times. So I don't want to be worried about like clients contracts ending a minimum of 20 clients, consistent YouTube videos. I want to have a team of five employees while I'm getting there. I want to go on a family vacation and I like COVID, you know, scary, but I want to buy a camping trailer for the summer. (laughs) We are actually planning on going to look at them soon. And I want to see, this is where my self-doubt came in. Cause I wrote, I want to have a $250,000 year in my business, but then I wrote dash 500,000 because I really want a $500,000 year, but it was like a medium goal and a high goal. Right. I want to start writing my book and I want to invest with a financial advisor and I want to be debt-free with a savings account. I didn't put how much savings, but I want to be fully debt-free, which is actually probably happening next month, which is insane. That is pretty awesome. Like being debt-free is something that I've just recently done and it is the most freeing feeling ever being that right? person, especially when you've gone through like times where you were paycheck to paycheck, yeah. you know, living that life. Right. So it's funny because you define debt-free differently than I, but it's like, it means freedom to both of us. Right. Like you have zero debt. I define debt-free as like, I have a $250,000 mortgage, but that's still right. debt-free. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's again, everybody has their own definition. Yeah. Like don't define yourself no, by somebody else's standards or exactly. standards. You know, I've never exactly. done that. When it comes to three years, I mean, even just seeing 2025 is crazy. It makes my tummy hurt to have to read these out loud, to be honest. <laughs> See, this is where it gets interesting because you're like really yeah. shooting out there, right? You're like envisioning yeah. what your life looks like three years from now. So for me, it was writing a book. I told you guys about that being a goal of mine. I would love to be a mentor or a teacher of some sort, be a podcast boss, babe, obviously like to save $50,000. I would like to have a very successful radio career. Those are my three-year goals. I have a lot of three-year goals. (laughs) They are quite (laughs) detailed. Okay. Well, shoot. Okay. This makes me actually feel anxious. Like I'm getting sweaty. Okay. Um, let me just start where it's like easy to start a healthy, happy, loving marriage, which I do already have, but like, I want us to be going to therapy and I want us to be communicating a lot and really on 90% always happy. I want to have a top of the charts podcast. I would love if this podcast was top of the charts. I want to have a published book. It could be self-published, but like, I want a book that's out. I want a six bedroom home with a big yard, a pool and a hot tub and an infrared sauna with a four car garage, four plus bathrooms and a shop in the back for Steven. (laughs) (laughs) That is amazing. You really painted a picture there. (laughs) I want a chef for all of our meals. I want a cabin on the water. I want to have monthly spa days and weekly massages. I want to be in remission. I want to have a tight-knit group of millionaire, successful, entrepreneurial girlfriends. I want to be making multiple seven figures. And I want two healthy babies, Alicia and underscore. Ooh, I love that. (laughs) Alicia would be such a good big sister. Oh my gosh, she (laughs) will be such a good big sister. She's already, she drags her cocoa melon around all the way and gives him hugs. (laughs) It's so cute. (laughs) 
I love those goals, Natalie. Like that's three years from now. Those seem like for a lot of people, like never achievable, right? And the fact that you set that bar for yourself at three years is going to be really interesting to see how things play out. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I can't wait to see it come true. And recording a podcast out of my six bedroom home. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I mean, I hope you also have a cleaning lady because I would hate to clean six bedrooms. (laughs) No, I will never. You know, I could actually change that to five, four or five. I just want like a big office and then all the kids to have their own room and you know, whatever. But the shop in the back is crucial for Steven to get his junk out of our living space. It's so funny, like listening to your goals. It's like, I'm sitting here reflecting, thinking like, man, did I not make big enough goals or whatever? So I know I can't be the only one listening to us sharing our goals and thinking like, oh, that's something for me. Again, not everybody's goals have to be a standard that you hold yourself to. And also I've done this for four years. So I know it's a little easier to dream big when you've dreamt big for four years. And this was the first time you filled it out. So I know when you put that pen to paper and you write down multiple seven figures that you're like, I can't do it. There's no way I'll ever do that. It's not going to happen. Like I wrote down full time in my business. I was like, there's no way I could do it. How would I even do it? I don't know what I'm going to do. So, but year after year, when you see these goals come true and you see yourself dreaming big with things that you don't believe that you can do, even though you do believe you can do, you know what I mean? Writing a book, you're like, I know I'm going to do it, but how am I going to do it? And once you create that, once you write that book and once it's published and you look back, you'll be like, damn, okay, I'm going to dream a little bigger next time. I'm going to write five books. (laughs) You know what? I think about the time that in my high school yearbook, you know how they ask you questions when you graduate to put in the yearbook. It's like, where do you see yourself? Like, what are your goals or whatever? I remember that in my high school yearbook, uh, it had asked me like what I wanted to do for a living. And it was like, I I wrote be a morning show radio host. And I had achieved that at the age of 19. Like a year later, I graduated at 18. And I achieved that like a year later, I was just like, well, that happened a lot, you know, sooner than I expected. But it's just like, because I dreamed so big, at 18, when everybody was like, ah, you still got to go to school. You still got to make a name for yourself, blah, 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 blah. It's like, I was like, yeah. no, I'm going to have that. I love that so much. I have a feeling people who are listening might have our high school yearbooks. Like maybe your mom's listening and has your high school yearbook. Maybe Kendra, <laughs> you're listening and you have our high school yearbook. If someone does, can you tag us? I would love to see. First of all, I have no idea what I wrote. So I would love to see what I wrote and what I look like. I have like. a picture I would, of it. I'll share okay, it. Can, yeah, share it and tag it. That'll be part of our content when this when this episode comes out. Sometimes but if you're like, go back and look at mine. it just to remind myself, you know, that holy shit, I've accomplished so much. Yeah. Like, this person was just coming out of high school, not even seeing the possibilities that could have happened. So, I'm uh, so interested to know what I wrote. <laughs> I bet you there's an eco quote for sure. (laughs) Okay. And lifetime. Yeah. Let's jump into our lifetime goals. So again, like mine are going to be completely different. I didn't really shoot too, too far, but I'll share some of mine. I want to be in the radio hall of fame, whether that's the Manitoba broadcasting hall of fame or she didn't shoot too big hall of fame. Yeah. I work with somebody on my show who is in the Hall of Fame. So it's kind of cool like to work with somebody like that. And and I want that for myself. I want to travel the world. And then I listed a couple of places I want to go. New Zealand, Australia, the UK, Thailand. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I'd love to start my own charity or foundation. Again, I'm a very charitable person, so I like to give back and I really want to do that in a big way over my lifetime. I would love to have some sort of foundation that uh, gives back to cervical cancer patients or, you know, something that's successful. Yeah. Right. So How cool again, would that be? Right. We're just like dying. Like <laughs> aha moment right now. And then I just wrote, make a difference in the world or somebody's life. So whether that's somebody I mentor, whether that's world in general, I just want to know that when I'm on my deathbed, that I've done something to change the world for somebody. I love that. And being financially free, I just want to continue living a life where I don't feel like I'm living in a situation like I was for the last 10 years of my life, paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. It's so funny. Yours are so like caring. Mine are like, I want a bougie wardrobe. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, again, speaks to our personalities. There's nothing wrong with that. We are who we are. It's so true. Mine again is a dream home, six plus bedrooms, bright office, gym, sauna, big yard, pool, hot tub shop in the back for Steven. That's a big goal of mine. All meals, organic, cooked and prepped. (laughs) Personal trainer, boxing at home. I would love to have someone who can come and like train with me at home. Doesn't have to be all the time, but I love that. Buy my parents a cabin on the water nearby our cabin on the water. And then it's cabin on the water for a a second one. Make an impact. Oh, I did put something nice. (laughs) (laughs) I like how you start reading it. You're like, oh, I did. I did. I I'm a good person. I care. I I care. I really do. Make an impact on millions of women. I want my kids in a private school or hire a teacher. I want to retire Steven and have him doing something he loves so much. I want a bougie wardrobe and I want a consistent seven figure business. It doesn't need, okay. Consistent seven figure business that doesn't need me to run an executive team of all high level performers. And I want a Maserati and I want Steven to have his favorite car, which changes all the time, which is why I didn't write down what it is. (laughs) (laughs) Man, those are some bougie goals. Like, you know what? That's what you want for your life. And there's no and wanting that for your life. I just want to point that out. Cause like you could be listening and thinking the same thing. Like Natalie's goals aren't for me. Well, that's not the issue. Exactly. Like, that's not what we're trying to say here. Your passion roadmap is going to look a hell of a lot different. Yeah. Just like exactly. your life looks different from yeah. one person to the next. Yeah. You might not want a blacked out Maserati with white detailing, but you might want something else. I love how specific your goals are though. Like the detail. When you dream like that, like it happens, you know, I'm sitting in my office right now looking around. I could have never imagined to have such an office in my own home, you know, where I'm looking at a sign that says she believed she could, she did and beautiful plants. And my mouse and stuff is pink and white. And it's just like, I have a full room. I I was in a one bedroom, tiny, dingy basement apartment, living paycheck to paycheck for a really long time. So when you dream and you envision it, there's something to be said for envisioning your goals. If you've ever read The Secret or watched The Secret, I remember it changed my fucking life. Like I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry for swearing, but like literally changed my life. I was in my early 20s and a friend of mine that I was working with uh, invited me over for like a movie night and we, and we watched The Secret. And then I read the book afterwards and there was like a really big thing that stuck out in that whole thing where a guy had talked about how he was unpacking stuff when he had just moved into a new house and he found this vision board that he had created. I don't know how long ago, but 10 years ago, 20 years ago. 
And on that vision board was a picture of a house that he wanted to one day own and live in. And he was astounded at the fact that he was living in that freaking house, the same house that he had cut out of a real estate magazine. He was freaking living in. And that was just like, I have, right? Like that's the power of visualization is unbelievable. And the more you visualize and color and those details and really put yourself in living that life, living in that mindset, fake it until you make it. That's like a joke. But like, realistically, when you're living the life that you want, even though you might not have those things, you're creating those vibes in the universe to give yourself the life that you want. It's so true. The first and only actually real vision, like vision board I created where I cut stuff out out of Pinterest and printed it and put it up on a cork board. One of them was to be a speaker, to speak at an event. And uh, I did. I spoke at an event that year. And when I looked back at the photo, it was like exactly this type of stage that I spoke on. Like it was, it gives me chills to think about. And so many of the things that I put on there came true. And they looked exactly the same. And so if you want to be successful, it doesn't matter if you're sick in bed. If you're in a hospital room, I found recently I was cleaning up my office and I found my journal from when I was laying in a hospital room and I first started dreaming about starting a business. It is something to be said to writing down your dreams because they will come true. Like you'll make them happen. You have to put it out there. You have to start somewhere and not just talk about things you want to do start working on it. I agree. I mean, this podcast has been super enlightening and I hope that you were able to take something away from it. Maybe you want to get your own passion planner. Maybe you want to make your own passion roadmap. We encourage you to do so. Cause like we've said, the power of visualization is, is powerful. Exactly. We'll put a link down below where you can get your passion planner and, uh, to our Instagram pages, we're going to be creating reels, hold us to it, to every single podcast that we record together. So keep an eye out for those. You'll get to see my sticker fold, colorful passion planners and some of the dreams I made. I love how colorful yours is. I remember when you (laughs) opened it and I was like, wow, there's like different color to pen. There's like stickers. (laughs) Not this year. This year is a lot of a pen and that's it because there has been no time for stickers or color, but I did. I do really enjoy doing that. It just goes to show like how you changed, right? You put a lot of of creative stuff into that. Now you're just more like goal-based. You're like, it doesn't have to be all pretty and beautiful. It just has to- There's just no time. I'm going to put the the pretty and beautiful into my YouTube channel. Keep an eye out. Can't wait. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode. And as always, remember, it's not only possible to be sick and successful. It's possible for you. 